Zach attack. What is that, my dude? Nothing much. Nothing much. It's Thanksgiving weekend. The president's already taken off uh, for the weekend. Dean, we're still here working hard for the people of the world. Yeah, all all seven of the people that listen. And that's what we do, right? We're here. And, uh, you know, we were going to take this week off. but We said, you know what? There's too much news to go unreported, Dean. The people deserve to know. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's Thanksgiving episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. And we want to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard and One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode. Dean, we have Eddie Mendez, Scott Bradley. In the chat, oh my gosh, Scott, he says, hey guys, finally getting to watch the show live again, been recovering from stupid COVID, be careful out there, Scott, Jesus Christ, my son, my oh, heart gosh. hurts that, that you've been fighting this horrible illness, and I'm I'm glad that you're recovering, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, we got Caesar, Sean Yahtzee, Sean Fear, smash those thumbs up buttons if you're watching, <clears throat> uh, but we got a great show planned for you guys, we were going to take off, but uh, you know, there's just so much news that happened this week, we had to had to do it so uh yeah. dean before we get into that news we have the world's favorite mm. podcast segment are you ready are you ready yes it's new this week yeah, yeah. when you get new this week i had a pretty slow week but a pretty good one um you guys you and Annie, we're talking about funko pops and sharing stories and god damn it i want it in Yes. So I got the oversized Mando. The oversized chrome Mandalorian with the baby yodes. Yes. Uh and it was on sale. I I had not bought it a dozen times because I was like 40 bucks is way too expensive for a pop. Yeah. A big one. Um I don't know what 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 was the sale. Do you remember what it was? I think it's like a pre uh, pre Black Friday collectible sale. Uh, it was like on almost all the uh, collectibles in the store, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So instead of forty dollars, it was like twenty eight. Twenty eight, yeah. Which is so a like, really good price for, I think, the value that you get, right? Yeah. So it came up to like thirty thirty after tax or something. Uh, so super cool. I'm really glad I picked it up. Yeah. Um, and then while I was there, they had the new Janimba from Dragon Stars. Um, I always looking to add figures to my DBZ shelf. 
Um, and he was also, I think he was twenty, like twenty two ninety nine or twenty four ninety nine, and yeah. then after the sale, he was only seventeen bucks. Mm-hmm. So I got him for seventeen bucks. Yeah. Um, and I I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's all I got this week. That is not too bad. I had a uh, pretty good week. Uh, our good friend Eric, uh, he had an IG88 that is be- it's seen better days, right? A little worse for wear, but that's yeah. Fine. And uh, I picked it up uh, at a remarkable leech, a remarkably cheap price. And uh, yeah, really I was like, you know what? I I want an IG11. Uh, only in two episodes of the show, though. I guess three. Uh, and I don't want to spend the Hot Toys money to get one. And yeah. uh, I think just shape to shape, I think they're close enough. I don't really have the eye for the IG units. Like, if I saw five of them, I probably couldn't tell you which was IG-11, IG-88. I Honestly, I think it's just the, the harness. Yeah. And so, and, and I was thinking, like, you know, when I was rewatching the show, I was thinking that um, he doesn't even really have the harness um, after the um, first episode. Yeah, after the first episode, and so I um I, I picked it up, and and IG eighty eight has this like blue uh, pauldron that he wears, and that was glued on, so I had to remove that, and I'm in the process of sanding like the glue nubs down mm. um, real quick for an says Dean sounds muffled. If you think he sounds muffled comment below and let us know. Yeah. Let I think know. it's cause I was shifting around when I was grabbing boxes. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, it, it looks great. I need to track down the, the long, the long rifle that he has, uh, but I'm thinking maybe what scrapyard can print it. If I send him the black series one, cause he has a scanner now. Nice. I also picked up the Sideshow 1 to 1 scale Baby Yoda. I had a ton of credits uh, from Steven's Collectibles, and they got four or five in yesterday. I think it was about half their order. And uh, it was nice because when I went to pick it up, I wasn't expecting to see Rainer there. And sure enough, he was there. Uh, And uh, we had a a beautiful moment together. We unboxed our Baby Yodes together. What the hell? And the one that I unboxed, initially had a tiniest imperfection and Rainer was a total bro. And he's like, you know what? It doesn't bother me. If it bothers you, let's just swap. And we did. And I have this baby Yoda and I know I posted on the ox. There's your Christmas gift. I know I posted on ox. Dean. I know we, we kind of railed on it a bit, but having this in hand, I really like it. Now, full disclosure, I did do the modification with the cheeks. I did remove some of that redness and boy, the uh, the magic eraser. I thought that was going to do it, and it really can't snap with his hand. But it 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 like the f- one second of like touching the eraser to the face, and all the red was gone. So much so that I kind of freaked out, and I got a little bit of watercolor and added some of the redness back because I I didn't think it would strip it that fast. Uh, but I'm super happy with this um, this piece, and you know this this piece. We talked about it, uh, Griffin and I, on Monday. Um, kind of a roller coaster, you know, with the, the pre-order, then the price change, then what I like to refer to as email gate, and then the actual release. 
Um, I I think that I do like it. I think it's it's a really nice piece, and I'm I'm very proud to have this in the collection. I think Sideshow did a far better job, in my opinion, than I think that um, than what I was expecting from the uh, the studio shots they sent out as the final product picks. Uh, I know Rainer was pretty impressed as well, and uh, I love it. I, I hope that one day, Dean, you can come and check it out, and we can maybe do a, a discussion video in person about it, and we can we can talk about it. I'm literally not going to change my opinion. Also, I'm Rainer, not saying that you hell? can change your opinion, but I'm saying that you could. We could discuss. We could produce some content for the show for the listeners. Rainer and I were supposed to go pick that up tomorrow. What the hell? Uh, Rainer, I believe he still does have to go back to Stevens because he's getting the Darth Maul. Yeah, but so. the, the plan was. But you didn't even Yoda like Baby Yoda, so it doesn't matter. So, I mean, you know. No, but, I mean, that was the plan. Why is it changing? And he didn't even tell me about it. You're finding out live. This is how so, we do it on Collecting Weekly. Yeah, Rainer, you're going to have to find someone else to take you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> let's, get in, let's get into the news this week now. did put up the. Uh, the uh, the photos yesterday and the pre-order of the Mandalorian Tusken Raider. Uh, there's been quite a discussion on the groups. A lot of people that have the sideshow one are, are claiming that it's better. Uh, some people are saying that they wish that this was more weathered. Uh, but I almost think this is a good amount as a base. Uh, we've said this before, Dean, but Hot Toys is extremely consistent in their weathering. And to give us something like this where you can add a little bit if you want or keep it as is if you don't want. Looking Honestly, at some of the screenshots, I think they were fairly clean. I was about to say, they're pretty fucking clean in the episode. Yeah. They're not muddy. They're not dirty. They don't have stains on their clothes. They look pretty uniform and like almost like soldiers, right? Yeah. I mean, military soldiers aren't filthy, right? Yeah, and, and what I think is great, Dean, is for army building, you do get the two different harnesses. Uh, so one, if you look at the top right there, it has like the black leather strip, and then yeah. the other one has like the pouches. I think nice. that goes great for army building. You also get several different rifles. So, you know, if you combine the different rifle combinations with the different uh, yeah, leather like strips, you can have six that are totally different. Or six, Also, uh, you know, pairing that with the sideshow one, uh, I think that you're going to be able to get a lot of uh, you're going to be able to, to to get a lot of value out of this. Now, movers and shakers, I think it's a little too early to see how this is going to affect the sideshow's secondary value. I know that figure tends to go for quite a bit because it is really one of their best figures. Uh, but I think this is definitely good. This one's coming in at 250 release in Q1 2022, priced a little bit on the high end, and it is quite a ways away. But uh, I think it looks great. I think the only thing that I'm a little tiniest bit upset about is I wish he had some gesturing hands because it seems like the sign language was a big part of the, uh, of their appearance in the show. And all the hands that you have are basically like to hold the cup, to hold the binoculars, to hold the rifle. Uh, there's, I wish maybe we just had like two different hands that, you know, you could kind of create some sort of, uh, well, it's got like a pointing hand and then the, yeah, there you um, go. Uh, yeah, I think this is a slam dunk. This is a great figure. Uh, I probably won't pick one up. Uh, only because, like you said, it's an army building one, right? So it's like you can't really just have one on the shelf. 
Yeah. And I'd rather have none than have to buy fucking four. Yeah. Um, but it, it looks great. I think it's, if you want a Tuscan Raider and you got to have it, I think it was fucking sweet. Yeah. And I, and like I said, the sideshow one's been so expensive for so long that, you know, if, if you're interested in having a Tuscan Raider for your collection, especially, you know, last week when there hadn't been any announcement by Hot Toys, right. I mean, the value as soon as those started becoming big in the show, it, it, it went nuclear. Uh, up next is the Zombie Deadpool uh, by Yay. Hot Toys, part of the Marvel Zombie lines. Uh, this one comes in at 270, releasing Q4 2021. Not a fan of this. I I think um, I, I will say this. I know nothing about the Zombies line. I know nothing about the Zombies comic, but I'm just gonna say it doesn't do it for me, and that's all I can say. Yeah. You got anything else, Dean? Uh. Uh, nothing positive um yeah it's like a weird like amalgamation of movie deadpool and comic deadpool um like the from the knees down look kind of like the movie deadpool gear the head uh, apart from the zombie face underneath it looks like the movie deadpool um so it's like i don't really know what they were going for in terms of aesthetic, yeah. Um, again, I don't. I'm. I'm with Zach. I'm not a. I don't know everything there is to know. Um, but yeah, it's like I. I don't want zombies on my shelf. So yeah. Sean Yanti says uh, he loves the comic. He will get the figure. Sean Fear says he just got the talking Deadpool head. It's pretty funny. Yeah, people love that thing. Um, but also like Deadpool can't die so i don't know why he'd be a zombie but it's whatever <laughs> yeah that's in, in the page I, and i was like <laughs> i do really love the squirrel yes the squirrel is definitely fantastic i don't know uh, anything about it but it's fucking i love it up next toys era did put up the solicitation for their unstoppable tank which is the comic color version of uh the of, juggernaut uh, bitch Doug. And I got to say, Dean, this looks pretty fucking dope. Like, I think if you're a classic comic character, this is much more in line with uh, what I think a lot of people were hoping to see in the film. Um, I think it's going to make a lot of people happy. I've seen quite a few people that, uh, you know, this was a a Hail Mary of a character, right? They they never thought they would see this colored version of this character. And I got to wonder how that's going to affect the market for the uh, Deadpool movie version. If people got it just to have a six scale juggernaut on the shelf. Now they're going to have to sell that one. Uh, no. I think you might be able to get the Deadpool version, Deadpool two uh, movie version for a little bit cheaper. Uh, what do you think about it? 49 centimeters, quite, uh, quite a tall boy. Um, the value you, you get, is pretty good. Cause these figures are not that expensive for how fucking gigantic they are. Um, I think with the success of the first juggernaut, I think you're right. I think they realize, like, hey, people just want a fucking juggernaut on the shelf. Let's just make a comic one. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I personally don't like juggernaut. I don't, again, I don't like X Men, so <clears throat> I'm not like I'm not a huge juggernaut fan. Um, but I mean, this is it's a great idea. It's fucking sweet. It's super cool. Uh, I I can see this easily selling out. I mean, the tank sold out fucking almost immediately. 
Yeah. Before it even came out. And then once it came out, they were the well dried up pretty fast. So mm-hmm. I think if you want a juggernaut and you miss out on the movie one, either snag this or like Zach said, maybe people will start selling the tank to have the comic version. Let's see how that market uh, goes for you. Yeah. Uh, now, up next, uh, we did get the Vito Corleone by Damn Toys. This is coming in at 250, release in Q1 2021. Now, I do think it's interesting that uh, Big Bad Toy Store has this for, I believe it's 290. Uh, so you definitely want to shop that price around. I've even heard some people say that 250 might not be the best price on this guy. Yeah. Uh, accessories wise, comes with the chair, comes with a really nice display base, the table. Uh, bottle of alcohol, the phone, the candle, several Dude. hands. I think the likeness on this looks absolutely fantastic. I think the price at two fifty for all that you get, I think, is pretty good. You also get the cat. Um, I I think you know tentatively based on the dozen or so photos that we saw uh, today, I I gotta gotta hand to them. I think this is a really uh, good effort by Damn Toys, at least just at this point in the uh, process. I need the chair. Just the I need, chair. I need the chair for my Ron Swanson. That very true. Uh, so if you're gonna get this, let me know about the chair. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, dude, this thing is phenomenal looking. Um, I, okay, obviously the Godfather is an iconic character. Um, so like a figure of him was like inevitable i think hasn't there been one before or no yeah i mean uh hot toys has done one and then i believe present toys also had done a version of i I believe it was with the hot toy sculpt okay uh and this is this is the first licensed one in quite a few years i know i know um asmus did one for their q figs line but that's like a very stylized yeah um, it's not really like a pop but it's like in that cartoonish style mm. uh and and when damn toys announced the license a few months ago they did say they were going to make i believe a one-to-one bust i believe it was either a half scale or a third scale wow. and then also a six scale and so this is the six scale offering of that and we all we have also seen the bust though i don't think we reported on it because a little bit out, uh, outside of what we collect yeah um i uh, i think this looks fantastic yeah i think this is one of those characters that people want on their shelf um not me personally, but I can see why somebody would, right? I mean, it's, I mean, one of the greatest films of all time, easily. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, of course you'd want The Godfather. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, Kev says, dig him, but not not sure I want him because I'm not a big Godfather fan. Trying to stay uh, to his movie faves. Now, this is a movie fave mm. of mine. I think this looks great. I'd buy the figure, swap that head out for my portrait. I think it would look fantastic. Wow. Get you the Oxfather collectible. Not the direction I thought that was going to go. Now, um, we did get some releases this week. And this one, uh, this one has been in warp speed, Dean. Uh, The Best Car Hot Toys Mandalorian Deluxe has released in Hong Kong. Uh, They did make some changes from the prototype, namely with the left uh, thigh armor. And uh, I think it looks pretty good. I think the child looks good. I think, you know, I think they did as good as they could if you were to have a character wearing an outfit like this and you weren't going to do it in uh, cloth. I think I think the articulation looks a little clunky, but I think it's functional. I think it works. 
definitely not like the most attractive look from some angles because it's basically like a big chunk of the clothing going up and down. Uh, but I think, uh, I mean, I think it looks great, honestly. Um, so the baby yodes, none of them are articulated. No, I, I think you can articulate them, but I'm saying like, um, cause in the, the outfit box, is, it looks like there's these, he has that pose in the box. Oh, I thought I saw someone articulating it. I could have sworn that they, all the pictures I saw of the baby yodes all look the same. Put a private chat. Um, let me look that up real quick. I could have sworn I saw a video where it was articulated. Let's see. Hot Toys oh, Mandalorian Deluxe. I haven't seen the video. Oh, uh, I believe it's Jenkin Wong did a uh, unboxing of it. Cool. But I don't know if I want to pull up his video. I just want to see this figure. Maybe you're right. I was watching a ton of videos actually. Maybe I was. Yeah, if you look at the. Um... Here, let me pull this up real quick. If you look here, let me go to Sideshow. If you look at Sideshow, the arm has like this. It's like a slit, like it moves. Oh, I see. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I mean, that's a pretty clean cut. It looks pretty good in most angles. But what I'm trying to say is like the seam lines here of the stitching, you know, they're not always going to match up exactly. But I think that they did the best that they could, given that they weren't going to okay. uh, to do a fabric uh, suit on that. Uh, but I think it looks great. I know I was talking with Watto Scrapyard about potentially buying, uh, not buying, but having him print several of the uh, new right thigh armors. And the paint job on that is so easy. It's just uh, black paint plus gunmetal plus a wash and then some steel highlights. And what I'd like to do if he's able to produce those is to give them to the Patreones as oh. a part of like maybe January or February package for yeah. the top tier guys. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, add a little bit of Velcro on the back and that way the um, that way they could they could purchase this figure. And then also be able to represent the uh, the season th- uh, two look because that mm. thigh armor does change. Yeah. Um, I but I think it looks great. I mean, I think you'd also um, need the knee pad back. They need the knee pad as well. But you know, if you have the first one, you could just swap it over. But um, I mean, I think this looks really good. Um, you know, it's a little late for CW Award Figure of the Year, but um, you know, there's still a few days worth of nominations, so. If you want to nominate it, go right ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Before we move on. Yo. I want to talk movers and shakers. Now, this is something I thought about today. Okay. I would like to have the discussion with you on air. Yo. So, season two Mando is probably inevitable at this point, right? Um, We've seen I mean, at least prototype. My my theory was that they pushed they went this one into warp speed so they could get that that release out for the next one. Right. So now we have two, not for sure, but two best guard bandos, right? Potentially. This one and season two, potentially. Real quick, Jason Nelson says, when is the cutoff for not uh, nominations? Uh the cutoff is next Monday. And we will have decided by Monday night. Um, it's a pretty safe bet that we're gonna get a season two of Mando. So we have two Beskar Mandos, and a regular Mando. The and the regular Mando. I think the, the regular is gonna be the more valuable. The first appearance Mandalorian is gonna be the more valuable figure because moving forward, 
best Garmando's either going to get more love or the armor is going to change somehow. And it's not going to revert back to episode one. I think so. You think I want to, I, I think almost like an Iron Man situation. Disney loves to do that with their heroes where they, they build up this, this uh, ability and they become nigh invincible and then they're taken down a peg. And, That's true. And homemade Spider-Man came back too. Homemade Spider-Man suit, Iron Man, uh, using the old reactor, using yeah. Mark Forty Two. Um, I I really think obviously the chess piece was pretty fucked, but I really really think that either he's going to have to use the original armor, or he's going to have to rock Boba's armor for an episode. I think some shit's going to happen, and he's going to need to. Because last episode, everyone's I mean, trying to get his armor. What was it? Last episode, he he was. Uh, what's the last episode? No, no, the episode before, he was shot probably like sixty times, and walked away without a scratch. Yeah, I mean, he's basically impervious in that armor that we've yeah. seen thus far. Um, well, I guess except for when that explosion rocked his dome. But I mean, I think generally speaking, I think he's a little too overpowered. I think they're going to knock him down a peg. And I think it almost might be like a Jon Snow thing, right? Like he rocks an outfit for a while. And then at the end of the show, he's back to where he started. He's back to, uh, you know, the uh, Jon Snow was back in the crow outfit. Um, I think that the I think I think here's what we're seeing. We see a lot of people this week selling the V1. I think people are going to buy those and the people that are going to buy those are going to hold them, right? They're not buying it um, to sell it quickly because that, that chance is gone now that this one has been released. And I think you're going to see that price go way up. One thing that really annoys me about this release though, is he does have uh, some shit that I think that should have been with the first Mando, the Beskar stack uh, and also the knife and also knife wielding hands, right? Because he did use the knife and he, didn't hold the knife uh, uh, against the uh, the mudhorn. So uh, I, I think a whole fucking baby Yoda. Well, that too, and the pram, because uh, the pram is really um, is really mostly used. Yeah. Uh, Pre Beskar, up and until right at Beskar, it's thrown in the garbage. I will say this: I'm super glad I got the Hallmark one. If the baby Yoda is like not articulated in the pram anyway. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. So the Pram Baby Yoda that comes with this uh, Mandalorian, um, if it has any articulation at all, it's like maybe side by side or like an arm up and down. But it's in there. It's stuck in there. Yeah. I'm saying I'm glad I got the Hallmark one because it's essentially the exact same thing. Yeah. Minus a head pivot, maybe. That's it. But, I mean, I'm going to pick a pose and stick with it anyway. Um so I'm super glad I got. If you could still find that Hallmark Baby Yoda and you don't want to buy this, I say go find it. Would um, you be someone that buys the best car as well? Um, if I do, it's just going to be season two. Um, yeah. Like I said, I already have a Mandalorian, so that wants and need is quenched enough that I can wait. Now, the one thing that I think is interesting is a lot of people are are selling the armor as a 3D print, but you have to remember that in the show, he does get a new undersuit and he gets a new cape once he gets the Beskar armor. So if you want it to be accurate, and I use that in air quotes uh, because it's your collection, do whatever the fuck you want. uh, 
it's it's not going to be accurate if you rock it with the if you yeah. just pop all the armor off and plop in some new ones. Yeah, because uh, his, his vest is like tan, and then and this one it's like a grayish blue. Yeah, it's, and then um, the suit goes from gray to brown, and then the cloak is completely new. Um, yeah. Not only that, but you know, being able to attach the jetpack. A lot of those armor sets don't come with a jetpack, or if they do, I don't know. That there's a super clean mounting solution, but. At any rate, let's move on. The uh, Darth yeah. Vader uh, uh, 40th anniversary collection was released uh, in Hong Kong. I'm not a huge fan of these. I don't really want to spend that much time on this one, but it was released. Uh, if you need a Vader, this is cool. Uh, super fast, straight to the point. We've seen it before. A lot of people have missed out on it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Gamora was also released after like 940 days in production. Uh, and honestly, I think that they oh, nailed it. I think yeah. they nailed it. I think the head sculpt looks great. Uh, I haven't really seen too many photos of her in the armor. I know that was one of Dean's concerns. Uh, but I honestly, just to figure on its own in the uh, the blogger picks, I, I really think uh, this is Zoe Saldana, right? Yeah. I really think that they did her justice in the portrait. I think the I'm not traditionally a fan of of the the physical like actual hair stuff mm-hmm. uh but you know i think it looks pretty good i think you know if you're someone that waited the the almost three years to get it i major prompts to you because i'm uh, i think mark said it best i flushed the toilet while i'm still peeing i have no patience right and so i um That's hilarious. i i don't know how people waited 900 plus days for this but if you did congratulations i think it looks fantastic uh, and then last but not least, the Soso Toys Dark Spider did release. Uh, I've only seen this photo here uh, that was posted, I believe, on 1-6 Kit. But uh, I think that this looks pretty fucking good. I don't have it on order. I, I had mentioned I wanted to, but just never got around to it. So this is something I'll, I'll probably try to pick up on the secondary market. You know, it's super frustrating. Yo. Now, maybe this is the only picture we have. So yes. maybe it's under the cloak, but if you're going to show him with a fucking gun on the cover of the box, he better come with a fucking gun. I do believe he does <laughs> come with a holstered weapon. Okay. <laughs> I do believe, but don't quote me on that. Uh, we got a bunch of people that tuned in. DJ, uh, the Pembrokes, uh, Elvis, Mark Pearson. We just talked about Mark right now. Kaz Matrix. Good to see you guys here. Dean, it's that El- time of the show. Elvis says, hi, Dan and Mark. I was like, who the fuck are Dan and Mark? He's <laughs> watching the wrong show, but Mark and Danny are right there. Sorry, guys. Jesus. It's what the scrapyard, honey. Also, Rainer, I totally beat you. Uh, <laughs> we want to thank Jesus. our friends over at Water Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and eBay under that name. They make 3D printed parts for hard-to-come-by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as hundreds and hundreds of resin-printed head sculpts of different characters from Star Wars and many other shows. Uh, If you don't see a character you like on their Instagram, send them a message, and they can get it designed, printed, and shipped right to your door for a reasonable fee. And we also want to thank our friends at One Six Corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, and fast shipping. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. 
Love it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. My God, Dean, you are fucking your mic up today. Like, <laughs> it's like blowing out like every other word. You know um, what it is? What's that? These headphones are really, they muffle me. So I think I have to be louder. Yeah. My apologies. Um, now, Chronicle Collectibles, we've talked about them a few times. Last we heard, they posted a statement from a bankruptcy lawyer that they needed 30 days to get some affairs in order and we would be updated. It has been well over 30 days and there's been no update. Uh, I went to their website uh, just to see if there was any information and an announcement, something that they haven't posted on Facebook. And uh, every single item was stripped from the site. There's no items on the site. You can see a lot of their website is like, like when you build the website, Dean, these days, you can kind of like build a pre-generated site and you just kind of plop in stuff that you want. Yeah. And all the boxes that would be filled with product have been removed. There's a banner up top that rotates with new stuff. If you click on any of those links, they bring you to a 404 page. I don't think it looks good for Chronicle. Obviously, fingers crossed that they pull out of it. But I think that a lot of people in the hobby are offended by the way that they've been told this news and the way that Chronicle has gone about it. And I'll leave it at that, but um, at this point, I don't have a good feeling about uh, the the chance that a lot of these things will be released. I know almost yeah. everything that they sell on Sideshow has been clearanced out, low stock, or has been put to wait list. Uh, so it, it's definitely uh, definitely kind of a crazy time there for Chronicle. Yeah. Uh, quick into movie news, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 will be released in theaters and on HBO Max on December 25th. Uh, it is not a premium uh, addition to HBO Max from what I understand. it's If you have HBO Max, you're able to access the stream for it. And Dean, in the, um, in the realm of 2020, in the realm of COVID, I think this is exactly the best way to do it. You give it to people that are streaming who feel comfortable to watch it at home. You give it to people that need to, and I put need again in air quotes, that need to go to the theater to watch it for that experience or that don't give a crap about COVID and they're idiots. But uh, you give people two ways to watch it, two ways to enjoy it. And you get that content out into the universe because, you know, God forbid this could be the same situation next year, right? You know, if you keep delaying a movie, it might get to the point where you just have to release it in the worst way possible. And so doing it like this, I think you give people the um, you give people the ability to watch it in a safe way. And if they want to have that great theater experience, they can go and watch it in a theater. What do you think, Dean? Um, yeah, this, I mean... I feel like we've been talking about this like a whole year already, but this is what we were talking about, you know, with the Halloween. future the future of cinema. I think, yeah, this is exactly what they should have done with Halloween. Yeah. I want to watch that movie so fucking bad, and I have to wait a whole nother year? That fucking sucks. Dude, just... Excuse me. Just release it. Give people the option. Hell, make your money by, like making a deal like yeah my movie's only gonna come out on hbo max have hbo pay you like some fucking streaming contract instead of like making money in the in the in the theater right yeah just get your money from the platforms itself and then everyone's happy yeah um yeah i can't wait to see it if anybody has hbo max and they want to give me your password let me know <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, Dean, before we get into um, the joy of hobbying, I just wanted to take a moment. Um, Steven from Steven's Collectibles, uh, they're doing a Black Friday uh, deal, right? And the way it works is if you spend $150 or more, 
you get $25 off your next purchase with them. Great yeah. way to save some money on a future purchase. And uh, yeah, I believe you can just let them know that uh, you heard it here. Uh, they do free shipping over a hundred dollars. Uh, they package extremely well. They ship things out fast and uh, yeah, it's, it's great. They just got the solo Darth Mauls in today. I believe they may, they made a very, very hard quotes on that. They may have a baby Yoda left, um, but I, I think that they, they've gotten a ton of great stuff this week. And if you want to uh, shop with them, if you buy over $150, you get $25 off your next purchase. Nice. Getting into the joy of hobbying. Um, Dean, I had, a, had an idea yesterday, and this idea consumed me, right? Yeah. I saw this website put up uh, macaroons for $50 for like a dozen. I'm not a sophisticated person, Dean. I don't know if that's a good price. I don't know if that's a bad price. But those are ones that you can physically eat. They're meant to be eaten. And I'm looking at my brand new Sideshow Baby Yoda. And I know the Hot Toys is coming out as well. And I'm thinking, let's make some some something that this this statue could hold, something that the Hot Toys could hold as well. And so um, I picked up some magnets, some neodymium ceramic magnets. I picked up uh, these plastic macaroons. They actually open up so you can put stuff inside of them. Like a and magnet? I, like a magnet there. You see where I'm going with this. And then I also picked up some, some blue paint to match the, sh- the one on the show. And um, we're going to be making uh, a number of these and we're going to give them to our Patreonies that want them in the 15 and $25 tier for free. Uh, if you're in the $15 tier, you'll just pay shipping. And if you're in the $25 tier, we'll just ship it to you for free. Uh, but I, I feel like it's going to be a cool little video. We'll make a video on the process and uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's, you know, okay. just something, I had no idea this was going to be a Patreon benefit. That's fucking cool. It's it's neat, right? I thought you were just doing this for you. I thought like you were going to make like a, a like a tin foil wrap and you stack them in there and then you have you know one of them that magnetizes. But that's yeah. a fucking great idea. I love it. Right? You know, because if you think about it, right? You know, eight bucks for the magnets, eight bucks for eight mac rooms. That's like two dollars a, a a pop, basically. The pain is ne- like just negligible. The price pops are nine ninety nine. Wait, what? I said uh, pops are nine ninety nine. Oh, anyways, uh, and so uh, you know, I think these are going to come out great. I also got a matte coat because these are gloss paint, so you matte coat them to make them nice and neat. Uh, the one thing in my mind, Dean, I assume that all the Baby Yodos by Sideshow have the same polarity on the hand, in the sense that all the balls stick to all the hands. Uh, and so I'm hoping that's the case, uh, but I, I'm super excited. I, I think this is going to be knock on wood. Cause I always seem to fuck up things that are super easy, but I think this could be easy. And what I like, Dean, uh, this is my idea, right? We're going to send out December Patreon packages. And what I'd like to do, if it's possible is have the, the macaroon in the box with the sticker and the card. And they'll say, where's my detective Dean badge. And they open up the macaroon and inside is the detective Dean wow. button. I think that'd be beautiful. Very cool. Uh, also, beautiful. a plus side is for every eight macaroons you get, you only have to paint seven of them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, one of these is the right color. Like, absolute nail. And I messaged, I messaged the uh, the person on on Amazon selling if I could just buy that color, and they're like, no, it's 
uh, you know, we get them from China and it's an assortment, right? China. And so we get it from China. Dean, I, I'm very excited. beautiful, very powerful. You know, in it's a in a China. <laughs> in a perfect world, I think this can be an easy joy of hobbying. I think it's gonna be a fun video to make. I think I think uh, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get through it. But, yeah, but people I, love the Donald Trump impersonation. Well, a a people loves it. It's, it's, that's you. Uh, but anyway, so I I think it's gonna be great. You're mean. I'm not mean. I'm sorry. You're a mean guy. <laughs> We'll see, though. There's a lot that could go wrong, right? Maybe the magnet doesn't fit in the hole. Who knows? Zach, I think it's – I I don't I, – you're probably overthinking it. I think you'll be fine. Oh, I think so, too. But I'm excited, dude. I, I, I literally was, like, up all night finding the right magnet, finding the the Some right was, everything. Because risk. someone was uh, – <laughs> someone uh, was uh, – Jason Nelson actually was, like, just get a real – macaroon and, and put some sealant on it it'll be fine yeah. i'm like i'm like yeah but you can't put a magnet in a in a macaroon and he's like well just get one that opens up and i'm like dude that's literally what i did like i was like dude like i've thought this through for hours right uh but yeah so that's uh that's that dean now we're not doing a movie this week right right we're not doing a movie review this week and what i thought would be even better since we're at the end of the year uh, you know, it's Thanksgiving this week. Next week we have uh, to talk about the collecting weekly nominees, and that's going to take up a big chunk of the show. Yeah, uh, we have one or two weeks of news. Uh, actually, just I think one week of news, and then it's into CW awards, and then after that we usually take our holiday break, and uh, then we have our New Year's best of best of the year show. And so I don't know that we have a lot of time in these next few months until the end of the year, next few oh. weeks to the end of the year to talk about the favorite things that we've bought this year. Yeah. And I think for us new this week is a big portion of our show. I think, I think the fans have seen us uh, getting some really cool things this year. And uh, I had this idea with you uh, to, to give, give them our favorites of the year. Yeah. And uh, this is your honorable mentions. I'll let you talk through what you got and why you like them. And then when yeah. you're ready, we'll move on to mine. Yeah, so these are just honorable mentions, and the next group of figures are not limited to six scale, but these are the ones I had kind of in my immediate area. All figures I got this year, all of these are figures we picked up this year. They didn't have to come out this year. It's just like that we picked up. Um, so this is Brienne of Tar 3-0. Amazing, dude. Like... <sighs> I got this figure and like immediately was like, I have to watch Game of Thrones. Like this figure is so good that it rekindled my love for Game of Thrones. Um, it's everything about that figure is stunning. Uh, I think this picture does not do it justice, especially the head sculpt. Uh, the, it's just fantastic. John Wick, Avi, super amazing figure. If you've had one, you already know how amazing it is. Um, then the Art Toys Dread, I love that movie and this figure. Like, I could not find it for years, years. Sorry. And uh, um, uh, shout out Rick Sollers. He got like two of them in randomly. And uh, Greg, uh, Lord Greg, tagged me in the post. The next day, I went and bought it because I was like, I need this figure. 
Uh, yeah. So I love this figure. It's really good, really well done. And then Rocket. I loved Rocket was like, this is the version of Rocket I always wanted. So I got it. And it's, he's amazing. Yeah, I think these are... I think these are some really good figures. Now, uh, for my honorable mentions, I went with the uh, Bandai uh, Spirits Gengar model kit and yeah. the uh, Planet of the Apes. Uh, I guess it would be uh, Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Uh, or is it Rise? Is Rise, then Dawn, then War, right? At any rate, it's the Planet of the Apes, uh, Caesar with the war paint. The second and, movie. Yeah, the second one, right? And I... I really like that that bust. I think it really took me by surprise. I think Weta did a uh, a really fantastic job on it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, dude, I, I really think you're going to like it. Uh, let's get into your number 10 of the year, Dean. Yeah, so it's 10 to 1, like, absolute favorite, right? Yeah, so 10 is the least favorite of, of this list. Of the list, but yeah. Um, Endgame had come out. Uh, the figures have been coming out, right? I was like, I need a Thanos. I don't really have a lot of villain figures. I have Loki and Ultron, right? Like, yeah. And villains not even, or Loki's not even a villain. He's just an anti-hero. So I was like, I need a Marvel figure that's a villain. Thanos is obviously like iconic at this point, right? So I had the decision: Do I get Infinity War Thanos or Endgame Thanos? Infinity War Thanos fucks everyone's day up, right? Endgame Thanos loses. He gets bitched by everybody. He sucks. Infinity War Thanos is the one that achieves his goal. So I was like, if I'm going to get a Thanos, Armored Thanos is cool. But Infinity War, to me, is the one to get. Mm-hmm. So I snagged this guy up. He was like 260 shipped. Um I felt bad. I felt bad I got it that cheap because Monkey Depot had a for 260, but I didn't realize it was just the figure. Yeah. So I told the guy, I was like, yo, they have it for 260. If you sell me yours for them, I'll just pay you. He's like, okay. But I got the whole thing, right? <laughs> like all the the box and everything, the the art. Yeah, sleeve. theirs was just the figure with nothing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. So I feel really bad. If you're out there listening, you I love you. Uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, it's such a well done figure. The sculpt's amazing. Um, I mean, he's not like the most articulated, but you can get him into some poses. Mm-hmm. And he's just huge. He's menacing. Um, I, he's great. I love him. Yeah, definitely uh, a strong number ten. Uh, I own the Guardians of the Galaxy knockoff. Number 10 for me is the Diamond Select Iron Giant. Uh, this figure, Iron Giant content, for whatever reason, is super popular on our channel. I think like three of our top 20 videos are uh, Iron Giant related. Yeah. Uh, and, and this People is, love the Iron Giant. I don't know what it is, man. People really love the Iron Giant. And yeah. uh, such a great character, such a great figure. The light up eyes, the magnetized Hogarth, uh, the paintwork is excellent. Uh, this this you know it's thirty bucks and and it's probably one of the best Iron Giant anything's regardless of the price. It's definitely a good figure and uh, I I love having this in the collection. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, oh, your your slides. 
Um, I was just going to say, I still don't have an Iron Giant in my collection. Um, I might get one. Yeah. You have shoehorned that guy into my life <laughs> over the past year. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so my number nine is Briarios from Appleseed. This one's from Appleseed. Alpha, baby. Alpha. That's right. How did I know that? Briarios. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Is it X Machina or Alpha? Yeah, Alpha. Um, This figure is so well done that when I pulled it out of the box, I was like, holy shit. Like, this thing is stunning. Just the craftsmanship, the sculpt, the detail, the weight. And he's pretty big. I mean, even next to Thanos, he's not as big, but he's not small like, uh, you know, your average sex scale figure. Uh, he's a hefty, hefty guy. And yeah. Briarius is such a cool character anyway. Um, yeah, I love this thing. It's He's amazing. Yeah, it's a cool figure. When I when you brought it, that uh, is like episode one hundred six. I think the thing that really struck me was how well tailored everything was. Like the jacket feels like it's you know a glove. The pants fit really well, and he is quite large. Like you said, I think it's a really cool figure. Uh, number nine for me was the Advent exclusive uh, Mystic Gohan. I had been wanting the first version for a long time, and I put off buying the second version for about as long as I could. And this figure was so good that I think I took it to work for like a month straight and just messed with it at work. It was so fun. And uh, the head selection is great. I think you get four different face plates with two different hair options. Yeah. Uh, you get the uh, flight stand, the uh, Kamehameha effect, and the paintwork is just perfect. You know, Bandai is really good with paint, but uh, comparing this to like just an average figure arts. You know, average figure arts, you might find maybe one or two spaces that just look a little off. I I went over this thing with a microscope, and I think maybe one tiniest imperfection that I rubbed off with a toothpick. And it's it's really a fantastic uh, figure, excellent paint job. And uh, I did eventually track down the uh, first version uh, yeah. because I was so impressed with this one. And comparing them side by side, they're the same mold. The head sculpt is different, though, uh, and the hair sculpt is different. Or the hair sculpt is the same, but the face sculpt is different. But just the colors on the gi is just yeah. incredible, the difference. Yeah. And it uh, really shows you how much Bandai has grown from you know a few years ago to today. Number eight. Yeah, Gohan's dad. Stop picking uh, up. <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, Gohan. Yeah, this figure is on the list only because of the next figure. But this is such an amazing figure um, because really with any, you could just do kind of any head swap and you have basically any fighting Goku, right? Yeah. Like the versatility, the colors, the sculpt, uh, this thing's amazing. Um, and I had to have a Goku on the list, right? Like, he's just the best. So, um, yeah, this it was pretty easy to add him to the list because I was like, well, this, like I said, the next figure I talk about is pretty much why it's on here too. But, I mean, there was going to be a Goku on here anyway. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, my next up is Baby oh, Yoda. I will Baby say this. Yoda. I think by the end of the year, he'll probably be higher. I didn't want to put him too high because I just got him yesterday. I didn't want to... Um, I didn't want to overvalue because it's it's the most immediate thing. Uh, but I, I was really impressed by it. I talked about it earlier. I think I think Sancho did a damn good job. Uh, mm. And uh, I, I do enjoy it. That Up looks next. pretty cute. Look at that. Look at that boy. Okay. This figure took me by surprise, dude. Wait, when did you get it? Because you told us like for the last two weeks you were on the fence and you just like just randomly came up. You know what, dude? Honestly, I got it this past week. I forgot to add it to this week. Oh, okay. Uh, I did I did buy this last, I think, Thursday. Me and Rainer hung out, and I bought it that day. Uh, but it's not really a character. I'm not a huge fan of Jiren. I have a Jiren, and I was like, ah, I don't know. But I got the Ultra Instant Goku. And I was like, that would look cooler on the shelf with the battle damage Jiren than uh, just the regular Goku. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up, and holy shit, dude. It's pretty, it's really good. It's so well done. The yeah. sculpt is amazing. You can get into some really cool poses. He's just like hulking, like. He's massive, right? He's jeering. Like, if you've seen Dragon Ball Super, you know like how badass he is. Yeah. Uh, objectively, subjectively, he's a fucking douche. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a dude. This figure's so good, and like I said, it's it's so good. I had to add Ultra Instinct Goku. Like, uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I know you're kind of like, why? Like, why are you getting it? Like. I think this is one of those figures you need in your hand to be like, oh, yeah, this is fucking great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this figure totes made the list. Next up is uh, the Young Rich Toys Miles Morales. Uh, I would say honorable mention, probably also the casual suit version, but I think the head sculpt on the battle suit version really took this to the next level. Great articulation. I had mine in dynamic pose for probably like four or five months. I took it down yesterday. Couldn't even tell it had been posed. Oh, uh, I think the fabric is really forgiving. I think the, uh, the, the posability, I think maybe I wish he had a little bit more neck and a tiny bit more ab posability. Uh, but I think, I think it's a great figure. I think it's a great head sculpt and I love this thing. I think it's, uh, it's definitely solid up next for you, Dean. Fucking doom guy, dude. Doom slayer. I spent all day listening to doom music, by the way. If you haven't listened to that soundtrack, look up Dune Eternal. Anyway, I can't get enough of this figure. I have it on my desk next to my computer at all times. Um, unfortunately, I'm at my sister's right now, so I don't have it with me. But at my house, I have it right there. Uh, it's just so good. And it's not the best articulated figure in the world. Um, it's not the biggest. It's that seven-inch scale. Um but technically, Doom Guy is oversized, so he he does fit in a twelve scale uh, lineup. Um, the paint's really good. The sculpt is really good. He's he's Doom Guy. Like I can't say enough good things about this figure and the character. Um, he's basically John Wick before John Wick was a thing. The demons the demons kill his pet rabbit Daisy, 
and oh my he, gosh. he he literally like spends thousands of years in hell like killing demons. Jesus. Um, it, he becomes so powerful that they they can't kill him, so they just like lock him in a sarcophagus and leave him there. He's amazing. Doom guy's su- super cool. Next up for me is the Metacom Rocketeer version two. Wow. I really like this figure. Now mine, I did port it over to the uh, Star Ace uh, Lucius Malfoy body. It's a very slim body, very narrow. Uh, and I also added the Hot Toys T1000 police boots. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Dude. I love this character. I love the style. I love the the posability options. Like, I don't really pose it with the arms up because at some point that jacket's going to fucking fall apart. But being able to pose him flying in a fairly neutral pose or on the ground in a neutral pose, this figure is show-stopping. Okay, so I... I'd seen the movie when I was a kid, but you made me watch it this year. So fun. I I loved every second. There are some movies this year where I was like, I guess I'll watch it, right? Yeah. This movie is so great. Um and the way the changes you did to this figure, like that looks like a guy in an outfit. Right. Yeah. Figures look like toys, but to make it look like an actual person standing is pretty difficult to do. So kudos. This figure looks great. I'm jealous. I want one. And the best part is we found a guy overseas that makes leather jackets for him, and they're not that expensive, right? Uh, I think some people have said for uh, some more well-known customizers to make the jacket was like four or $500. Uh, this guy only wants like less, like I think it's like a hundred dollars plus shipping for the jacket yeah. in real leather. Wow. Um, yeah, I think so. I think if I get some Christmas cash, I'm going to place an order uh, yeah. just to have it as a backup, right? Like, you know, mine is in really good shape compared to most other ones, yeah. but I know at some point time will, will take over. And uh, this is actually the first and only figure that I've ever treated the pleather for. Um, so I've been treating this every month and it's, it's held up pretty well, but I know at some point it's probably going to start flaking. Oh, dude, look how fucking cool this figure is, dude. I have its counterpart right here next to me. This is the VF1J160. Yes, this is the Yamato. Yeah, the Yamato 160 VF1J with the strike parts. And holy shit, just look how beautiful it is. It's stunning. Um, the Yamato 160 is near perfect, dude. I mean, the Chigokin beats it, but I mean, by the Chigokin's 160 as well, right? 148. Oh, yeah, it's much bigger. Um, the one you just got recently, Roy Falkers, it was the same, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. The 160, uh, Yamato, um, but. Growing up watching Robotech and like how like I had Robotech figures, right? And it wasn't until that you posted about it on your birthday last year. Dude, the the most corrupting post I've ever made. You became like enthralled. Like it, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I I love that show. I had a figure of that and I went and found it. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm an adult and I could buy things I always wanted now. Yeah. And 
that feeling is intoxicating. Right. And so finding this, because the Chigokin, there are super parts for it, but they're just as expensive as buying the fucking Chigokin, right? Yeah. Like, I want the VF1J with the super parts. Even though that never happens in the show, it looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this satisfies that. And it's it looks so good on the shelf. The Amatos are so well done. The white is super crisp white. Like it just pops. Like this thing's stunning. I love it. It probably honestly should have been higher on my list. Danny says nice pickup on the one J. Dino Mark says this has me at half staff just looking at it. Yeah, I got this one from uh Japan. I had to order it from Japan. Up next, my number five is the Super Mad Toys K. We gave this figure a ton of shit from the first Dude. delay up until the release. I think and we were still on the iPad when this figure was announced. Dude, I don't even think we had the show when this figure was announced. I'll be completely honest. I don't think we were recording the show when the figure was announced. But boy, they... In fact, I think we were recording the first iteration when it when it was announced, but they hit a fucking slam dunk. Uh, what hit a slam dunk? Hit a grand slam out of the park, and uh, I I think that they nailed it. A grand slam dunk. Hell yeah, dude! They slammed it. They grammed it. I don't know. <laughs> but That's this is your number my- four. <laughs> That's also on my list, dude. Do we have them at the same number? I had it at five. You had it at four. Okay, yeah, this thing is I can't say enough good things about it, dude. This figure took me by surprise, and I didn't even order it. Yeah, you kind of lucked out because Greg canceled his or yeah. not canceled it, but he sold it. Yeah. Um whole holy shit, this thing is fucking amazing. I think dude, I don't know if I could ever part with it. I mean, there are some figures that I'm like, well, if I have to sell it, like, yeah, I could, right? Yeah. Like the other day, I was selling all my Marvel stuff, just get rid of it. But yeah. I, I don't think I could ever part with this. And it's not even, I mean, obviously, I love the movie and I love that character. But I mean, I would say I like Deckard more than K, right? I've spent more years with that character as, as a yeah. fan of the. But. I don't know. This figure is just that good that it, it makes the character and movie even better. If that's does that make sense? Yeah. The fact that I like have it off screen makes the movie way more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this thing is stunning. It is actually stunning. Dare I say a slam grand slam? Dumb. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, number four on my list is the Transform Element Zero Two Beetle. Uh, picked this up a few weeks ago and uh, had a little bit of tra- uh, tragedy in that the headlight was missing. Found the uh, headlight at Hobby Lobby while I was chatting with the Patreonies, going through the aisles and just looking at things. And it was a very fun experience to get it fixed. And I felt like the Patreonies were there with me while we were doing it. And um, the end result is spectacular. I think the figure itself is beautiful. The paint is perfect. Uh, I've heard the transformation is a bitch, and so I will not ever be attempting it. But I think I think it looks good. It's very small. It's one of those ones that's easy to take to work. The parts are very sturdy, and um, 
I I fucking love this thing. Journey for a transformer is important because I watched you fight a transformer. It was like a kid's bumblebee, and I was like about to eat that thing across the room. It just kept falling apart. It was awful. Yeah, I got to the point where every time a part would fall off, you just like looked up and sat there. I was like, like I don't frustration. Yeah. Yeah, number three on your listing. Figure it's great A Vegeta, man. Like, oh, another figure I can't say enough good things about. This is something I wanted since I was a kid. Like a large scale, great eight Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Not even an Ozaru. I'm just Vegeta. Like, he's so cool. And like, that fight is so iconic if you're a Dragon Ball fan. Um, they knocked it out of the park. I, I don't know if there's too many parts they could have improved on. Uh huh. Top of my head, I maybe if I sat with the figure for like an hour, I could think of like, oh, maybe they could have done this. But like off the top of my head, I think it's damn near flawless. I know the face falls off, but I just fixed it with some like double sided tape and make sure like really stuck in there. But that's like the only bad thing about this figure. This thing is so cool. Yeah, I think this is a really cool figure. It did not make my list. And the only reason why, Dean, is that right shoulder pad, that little circle that I can never get to push in right, uh, is super annoying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely a strong figure there by Bandai. Uh, Up next, number two for me, Venom Marvel Legends. I really like this figure. This this figure is I just love it. Like the easy mod to make the teeth look better, the articulation, the different heads, the different hands. Uh I just I just love this figure. Maybe this 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 figure um made me um almost like with K with you, it made me like the movie more. Uh being able to have it on the shelf and uh I think it also scratches the itch so that maybe I won't get the Hot Toys one, which I think is really important. So uh, I, I love this figure, and I think it, it's really fantastic. Nice. Number two. Number two, my Hot Toys Mandalorian. Um, I mean, what what do I need to say? This thing is so good. Um, maybe a little annoying with the fat suit, but you could just cut that out if you really needed to. Um, mine will probably never leave this position really, so I don't really feel the need to tear it apart. Um, but damn it, dude, this, I mean, literally from, from the prototype to what we got, it's exactly what I wanted. So yeah, this thing is incredible. I I agree. And that's why it's my number two as well. This is uh, such a good fucking figure. I love this figure. Removing the fat suit and uh, putting it back in a very specific way, I think, really adds to the figure. Um, being able to get that posability, but also being able to get the armor to fit just the way it was designed to fit. Uh, the interactability with the, the cartridges, the rifle, the sight, the fob. Yeah. Uh, is just fantastic. I think the holster is super weak on it. Definitely a weak point on the figure. Uh, and my trigger hand on the right, the f- uh, three fingers came unglued. Uh, fortunately, I was able to get a replacement part. Still waiting on the replacement holster, but uh, this figure is fucking fantastic. It's, it's, it's right or right on the photo? 
the right trigger hand on like his right. Oh, okay. Like the norm, the normal one that would hold the pistol. Really weird. Yeah, I uh, I like it, dude. The rifle, the stud is not as fragile as I would would have thought. Knock on wood. Uh, and and I just I really enjoy this. Is it because that's I literally have never taken it out of the box. Yeah, at least on mine, I thought it was going to be way worse, but it's definitely not bad at all. Number one for you, Dean. Yes, my kit's concept. The VF1J is just in there, but it's the 112 scale kit's concept Rick Hunter. I got this for Christmas from Rainer last year. And I've wanted a Rick Hunter in the scale forever, and I finally got one. Packed with accessories, great articulation. Um, you could take the helmet on and off. He comes with interchangeable hair, face plates. He's just fucking awesome. Uh, and he's like like top three favorite characters of all time. So like easy, easy picking Rick. Dean number one. Django on and the pony. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I've wanted a six scale horse for at least three years. Uh-huh. Finally getting one. I fucking love it. And Django is a character that was one of my first ever kit bashes. Turned out horribly. In fact, I don't think I ever really even put it in the cabinet. Basically junked the whole figure. And for years, I've always wanted to be able to own a six-scale Django because that movie was just one of my favorites. I love Jamie Foxx. My uncle really liked that movie. And um, I, uh, I just really think that present toys did this figure justice. I think, I just think it's fantastic. From it's my f- other figures I've seen of Django, this one is easily the best. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. And you know, it might not be the best figure on this list, but it's the one that I've, I've yearned to own in yeah, both, is, both the horse and the Django for over three years. So yeah, this is just a list of like what made us the happiest, you know? Yeah. To get this. And, um, and there was even a little bit of drama about this because when I first quote unquote got it, it was the Calvin and I had to send it back and wait another month. Yeah. This is excruciating, but um, yeah. Cause like actually I, it was like almost 60 days a while. Jeez. And you got that. You ended up getting the Calvin too, anyway, right? From a from one six corner. Yeah. yeah. From but our sponsor. You ended up getting it anyway. And I'm um, so annoyed. Because <laughs> like, ov- like the Mandalorian is obviously a much better figure than the Rick Hunter, but Rick, I've just like always loved that character, and then I finally got one in hand. It's like this is amazing. I can't believe like I finally get this after so long. So yeah, this is just a list. There's no, you know, it's not based on value. It's what we like, right? Yeah. It's and just that's what, what matters. What, what made your heart leap in the air? What made us pitter patter. Now, Dean, real quick. I just wanted to interject. Uh, we did have a news alert from our sponsor. One six corner. They're putting these figures up for pre-order. I believe tonight, the M toys two face comic version very cool. Uh, no word on pricing just yet. The present toys Lucius Fox, who looks fucking fantastic, and the present toys Jack Torrance, uh, looking really good there. So, where's Lucius Fox from? Lucius Fox is is uh, he's from Batman from okay, the uh, Nolan. Okay. Yeah. So definitely, uh, if you very want cool. those 
stay tuned at one six corner a wide variety of characters yeah definitely not bad uh now looking at what we have left on the show the cw awards nominations are closing next monday so in six days seven days eight days six days they're closing soon right who knows no one could know uh, but we have, I uh, believe, 53, 54 nominations thus far. Uh, Dean and I have already done a quick review. Uh, we put that on Patreon where we looked at all the the trends that were happening. And we've sort of narrowed it down to like seven or eight in each category. And the final decisions will be made by the network Monday night. And we'll announce those next episode, the finalists for the Collecting Weekly Awards. I think we have nine categories and uh, it's going to be going to be a pretty good time to announce those. So stay tuned for that. That'll be, I believe that's next Tuesday. Uh, we are doing the 2020 shirt charity. Uh, if you want this, uh, check out our T Public Collecting Weekly, uh, and 100 of what you purchase, the the funds that we get from that, we'll match it and then put it towards a donation to uh, be the match. We have some great Patreones who help support the show. Dean, do you want to give them a shout out for us? Yeah, shout out to those guys. Up next, we have Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre. Uh, Don't do it. (laughs) Lemur. Don't do it. He's going to unsubscribe, dude. Oh, Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin. She's in the other room. Stephen Krett, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Steve and Maria Stanley, and Lord Voldetort. What a what a turtle. Angels. What a turtle. What a little turt. Dean, we have we finally are able to reveal our full patron benefits for December. We have the four inch window cling, the one and one quarter inch button of Detective Dean, the wishing you a very crispy Christmas Christmas card, which we've signed digitally because COVID is getting very bad here in uh, San Antonio and in Texas. Uh, the c- <laughs> you're joking, right? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, dude, come on. Uh, the collecting weekly live holiday 2020 sticker, which we're going to order tonight or tomorrow. Uh, and like I said, if you're in the $15 tier and you want one of those blue macaroons, um, just pay the, I think it's like five bucks for shipping and we'll send it to you for free. Uh, or, uh, if you're in the $25 tier and you want one, uh, just let us know and we'll drop it in your, uh, your package for you. Uh, Kev says, what brand of horse did you use? Zach? I use the Mr. Z one six scale horse. Uh, we have three different Patreon tiers, the $5, the sweet angel, the stickers sent straight to your door and access to 43 plus episodes of ox after dark replay, the $15 crispy tier, which is the certified crispy certificate assistance with a figure fix by myself and all the benefits of the previous tier and the $25, uh, per month. What a guy, uh, tier, which is uh, an 18 by 24 silhouette poster on the first pledge, doubles of all the stickers we send, one sculpt a year painted by Darkside Customs, and all the benefits of the previous tiers. You can actually see that poster back there on the wall. It's hard to see, but it's the same size as these ones, just turned on its side. And we do have a mailing address if you guys want to um, 
send us anything to open. Collecting Weekly 5886, Days of All Road, Suite 102, box number 292 at San Antonio, Texas 78249. Yeah, we did our like, oh, it's January 5th? Oh, it's Dean's birthday? Yeah, let me send him something. That's how you do it. January 5th, guys. <laughs> if you do send something for Dean, it has to say Collecting Weekly, by the way. They're like real strict on that at the uh, <clears throat> the place where we have our mailbox. Uh, Secret Santa powered by auxiliary. We did send out all the pairings today. We did also send out all the uh, surveys that everyone took about what they like, what they want, what they don't want. And so if you're in the Secret Santa program, you're a great person. And we, we love that uh, we're all able to participate. I think we had 16 members, uh, 16 listeners participate. So It'll be a it'll be a fun time, and we did a true secret Santa this year, Dean. Yeah. Last year there was complaints. There was complaints last year that everyone knew. Like for example, I would pair Dean up with another person, and Dean would send his gift to that person, and that person would send their gift to Dean. Those like three or four people that were like, I, I thought it was a secret Santa, and so I did the extra effort and did it truly secret this year, and uh, I think it's going to be better for it. So, uh, I've already had messages from your santa dean about what you want and i'm hoping hopefully uh pushing them in the right direction i've had several others as well so uh, i think it's going to be a fun time this year and hopefully we can uh we can see what everyone gets and it'll be it'll be pretty cool if you want to join us on collecting weekly auxiliary you can find us on facebook just search that you'll find us it's a private group answer a few questions and you can get in easy as that uh, we have a bunch of shows on the network collecting rarities which should be uploading soon along with small talk uh, unfortunately dylan um a little ill right now so uh, small talk will probably not be recording this week uh collecting comics and creeps are recording uh hopefully before the end of this month and then dean we have after dark tomorrow with griffin he's going to be joining us for that nice. uh, and auction we're done with auction for 2020 but we'll be probably doing it january or february of 2021 and yeah, that's our network. We do have a bunch of people that we love. Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, and TC. Uh, wonderful guys. Really, really wonderful guys. Uh, they they push us to do better, and uh, we uh, we love that. Optical 20, William, he's going to be joining us for the Collecting Weekly Awards in December. Uh, it's going to be, be really nice to have him on there, have his expertise. And uh, he's been putting out a ton of content lately, as well as PJ the Paradox Nerd. Uh, Rogue One Six, Matt, Steve, great guys there. King Zachary, Venable, uh, one of my uh, one of our good friends of the show, and Jow from Third Party Reviews. Always getting out those third party stuff pretty much day of. So if you have anything you order this third party, definitely check out his channel. And Dean, before we uh, before we kick it off, I thought we'd have a, a little discussion about the things that we're thankful for this year. It's oh, a Thanksgiving great. episode. We have. Um, what do you say? <laughs> I cut you off. It's the OnlyFans. <laughs> Bell Delphine's OnlyFans is going to be lit on December twenty fifth. Anyways, what are what are we what are we thankful for this year, Dean? <sighs> okay, one off the bat, the Patreonies. Of course, of course. I mean, we launched it this year. I I was, I mean, Zach, I'll tell you, I was like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. There's most ideas. Yeah. There's um it was definitely a, a discussion that we talked about for months before we announced it. And we had an after dark where we, we actually really talked about it. Um about the logistics, about would even people be interested? And immediately 
you know, a bunch of our core listeners were like, we'd love to support it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I couldn't be more thankful for those people that, um, you know, sent us some of their hard earned money uh, to help us produce our many shows. Uh, I'm thankful for our sponsor, Wado Scrapyard. I uh, sponsored us this whole year and uh, definitely a good guy there. One six corner as well came in recently and, uh, they're sponsoring a giveaway, which we'll be uh, talking about on Ox. Um, I'm definitely thankful for my family, my wife, my daughter, uh, Juno, our dog. She's a good dog. She's we, She joined the family last year after some tragedies, and uh, it's been a wonderful addition. You know, I, I think it's a great thing, Dean, at least as far as I know. Uh, both of our families have been fairly healthy during this uh, pandemic. Yeah. Um, you know, I know I, we, we, we both know people that have, that have unfortunately passed, but you know, I think, I think generally speaking, I think we've had our health during this uh, pandemic. I think that's something to be thankful for. Uh, you and I were both able to work, which is, uh, you know, not everyone could say that during, you know, since March in San Antonio. Um, definitely, um, definitely a blessing, right. To be able to work. Uh, and just, you know, even outside of the Patreonies, the people that listen to the show, you know, even if you're not someone that, uh, does Patreon, I mean, just the views that we get, it's, you know, yeah. it's rewarding to put up the content and see it, uh, getting listened all around the world. Yeah. And I'm thankful for my stepdad helping me finally get a truck. Shout out to Steve. Shout out Steve, dude. Cause holy shit. That was getting old. Uh, yeah, it was definitely getting old. Almost a whole year, dude. I, I mean, I, literally. I'm still waiting. I mean, I got the truck, but I'm still waiting for that to solve it, uh, be solved, or resolved. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, over a year now. November 12th is when I got hit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thankful I didn't get too, you know, I'm alive, basically. So that's nice. Uh, Rainer, obviously, shout out. Thankful for Rainer. He's still um, doing his thing. We hang out all the time. Especially now that I have a truck, we can hang out, which is great. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Rainer, big shout out to all the the people on our network. We have we do have uh, quite the team, and uh, you know sometimes we get in little spats here and there. But I think I think overall, this is me and you. Yeah, well, that's that's actually pretty true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we do have quite a few people. I'll read them off here: Dean, Manny, Eric, Zach, aka Rainer, uh, Dylan, Cody, Deanie, Jesse, Ian, Sean, Damian, Seth, Pete, Devin, and Steve. You guys are all great. Yeah. Um, you guys all put in a ton of work day in and day out to yeah. uh, produce the show, to produce your shows, produce your content. And, um, you know, I know everyone out there is thankful for that. Mark says, thankful for the CW. First time I've ever Patreon. Eddie says, I'm thankful you guys live by me. One day we will all hold hands. <laughs> Can't wait till that day. My oh, Dr. Fauci said no more handshaking after he's like, that's, oh man, that's forever gone now. Jesus. No, uh, that sucks. Someone wanted to eat a bat and now we can't shake hands anymore. Jesus. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. Scott says, definitely thankful for you guys. I love the show. Thanks, Scott. I hope you feel better, man. I really yeah. do. That really sucks that, in fact, um, you know, one of our, one of our, um, one of our crew members 
uh, got ill from that as well, and and he's doing much better, and uh, we'll keep him in our thoughts. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know, 2020 was a very challenging year, um, but I think that uh, at this point we've gotten through it for the most part. Uh, we've kept things intact, and uh, you know, Challenge. even though it was a shitty year, we have a lot to be thankful for. Challenges make you better, and we're all better. And next year we're gonna kick its ass. How about that, guys? How about that, my guy? And I will like to send off the episode with the uh, what is this theme called? The namesake of the episode. And uh, we hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving, a safe Thanksgiving, hopefully a socially distanced Thanksgiving. If you have to travel, do it safely, wear your mask, wash your hands. And uh, Dean, I'm Zach. Well, why did I say Dean? I'm Zach. I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Dean. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. Look. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys.